Yo, what's up, everybody? We are here. It's another Tuesday on Nitty's Knocker. It's been one hell of a week, if I do say mo- so myself. A lot of good, a lot of sad, but overall, we are still here and still alive. Today, we have Marley, don't shoot him, Yo. joining us on the show, as well as my homeboy, DJ Royal, no Biden. No Biden, big Zuby. <laughs> always zuby at any given time so i'm very glad that he's here as well we'll be hitting topics like kendrick lamar debuting in power do you guys watch power of course Um, sometimes yeah well this this past week was a a really interesting one we got to see uh kendrick interact with kanan which i think it was pretty powerful i saw that i saw that and we also have news about lebron james opening a school in his hometown of Akron, Ohio. Akron? Akron? Akron. Akron, Ohio. And politically, we'll be talking about LeBron James as well and how he calls out Donald Trump and saying that he's using sports to racially divide Mm. Americans. Um, Our weekly topic is going to be ways to grieve a loss. Uh, Rest in peace to an amazing friend um, that I'm sure many of us know and love, uh, Rico. Uh, Darius Dawes, a.k.a. Rico, Playboy Rico on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Playhouse, Rico's Playhouse, the podcast, um, unfortunately passed away yesterday um, after being on life support for a couple of days from a car accident. So we will definitely live it up for Rico. We will tee up at all times, and we will talk about ways that we can grieve with this loss and any other loss or situations that we may have, whether they're dead or living. And, yeah, we're just going to have, like, a really good time. So, for now, I definitely want us to listen to some music. And why not start the show off strong with a song from Marley? Is that okay if we play one of your songs to start the show? Go ahead and give them give give that heat. What they want. <laughs> well, we know Mar- Marley's the MVP. So, we're going to shout out to Marley for the MVP song. Shouts out to... The most strange for the Reaper, and shouts out to Milk and Cooks for side piece. You heard him. You're just a side piece. Don't call me no more. We are live here on Nitty's Knocker Radio, broadcasting like live every Tuesday, six fifteen to eight fifteen p.m. We tee up. We talk about fun stuff, and of course, we talk about unicorns because why not? Let's get started, though. Um, we all listen to Kendrick, right? See. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Afraid so. What's what's everybody's favorite Kendrick song? Mm. Mine like, is mm. "Cut You Off." That's I just like the, I just like the album mm. "To Pimp a Butterfly." Okay. My sure. my favorite oh, song man. by Kendrick. Um, I don't know if people. The, he just came out with that remastered album not too long ago. Okay, the so, one that everything's untitled. Untitled, yeah. So like that, people really sleep on that album. But it's like I I don't know the name. It's unt. I don't. I want to say Untitled Six. I think it's like Levitate. That's okay, on. I'm gonna have to listen to that because like I definitely Levitate, Levitate, Levitate. levitate. Oh yeah, yeah, Levitate. That's on the on the Untitled. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. have to listen to that whole thing now because I like that song. Yeah. What about you, Alara? I don't know. I mean, I'm a Kendrick fan, but um, oh, no. they're 
I feel like you're going to say something. What? You don't even know what you thought I was about to say. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I can't, like, pinpoint one. They're, like, I'm I'm bad at, like, choosing favorites, favorite movies, favorite everything. True. Just, like, well, I would definitely <laughs> say Cut You Off. And then from um, his most recent project, Damn, I really like the love song. It still comes on the radio because it's still a hit. That's a true hit. And Zakari, I'm still trying to get you on the show. So if you ever happen to listen or somebody is listening and knows how to get in touch with him, bring him on the show. But beyond that, Kendrick Lamar uh, had his acting debut on Power. And his first few words were ninja, ninja, ninja. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just, it instantly caught your attention, right? It made you just look at the TV like, wait, is that? Is that Kendrick? I already knew. I watched the whole, yeah, the whole thing. As soon, I ain't gonna lie. That's when I was just like, all right, I'm finna watch this episode. <laughs> like he was, he was tripping, but like it's, it was like, oh no, it was great. It was right, great. it was, it was definitely a great uh, opening Part, yeah. scene for him. It was definitely overacted, but I think that it was like warranted given this is his debut scene. But it was amazing like the content of what he was doing like was amazing was I, like, I, I liked it i, I mean, think that was him like yeah he's yeah, probably is, he's a character yeah, like we all know kendrick is a character Definitely. in general they wanted him to do you know what i'm saying don't get me wrong because you know what i'm saying they they brought him in but like i feel like he did all that by mm-hmm. him like regular like sure. you know what i'm saying you know everybody from the hood too so <laughs> he basically like impersonated what mm-hmm. what he, he sees through. yeah right yeah so for those who didn't see the episode um his name was it. Laces. No, I'm not going to ruin it. <laughs> not too much, but, you know, it's a couple days after, so, I mean, <laughs> it's out there in the world already. But um, his name was Laces, and he's a crackhead who is pretty intelligent. And um, there was a scene where Kanan was going to off him because the guy helped him to get deals and things like that, and Kanan was like, I'm done with you now, you know, but he put the gun to him, and Kendrick's role, you know, he played a crackhead so instantly he was like who are you you know it kind of like lost his memory and then he was like you ain't got no friends you know like it was a really dynamic scene that made Kanan say you know what? I'm not gonna shoot you but get your crazy yeah, crazy so, ass out of here right. you know so do you think that it was an amazing performance by Kendrick to be such a new actor mm-hmm. absolutely I, I think, think so. that was the best yeah. part too like yeah. when he cause like I don't know I per- maybe I perceived it different but when he did that it was kind of like a like, uh, like if I ever saw you again, I would not. not yeah. I thought, like, that's what I got from it. He was like, what? What do you mean? He, like, knew he was about to shoot him. He's like, you know what I'm saying? Basically, like, bro, you ain't got to worry about it. Like, I'm not ever going to say I would ever, I've ever seen you. Okay, so, like, so you took it in that sense. You yeah. didn't take it as him forgetting. Yeah, no, I don't think he forgot. I think mm-hmm. he was just letting him know, like, this, not yeah, that. Bro, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, that, it was dope to me. So, like. Yeah, I well, th- I'm that not, was the yeah, best part to me. I'm not super street, so for me, I was like, oh, he lost his memory, and he forgot <laughs> that he did all of these crazy things for Kanan. No. But it, putting it <laughs> in that perspective, it's like, you know, like, it's a code, like, street code, you know? Like, I'm out here doing my thing to, to survive and to get my fix, you know? It ain't about anything else, and... You know, you could see him in his eyes, too. It was like the water guys. He's like, you ain't got no friends. And I was like, Kanan don't have friends because Kanan burns every bridge, you know. But it's like, why is he constantly burning these bridges, you know. So I think it'll give us a deeper um, display of who he is later on in this this season. You know, everybody has really revealing moments this season, Um, especially when uh, Tariq. 
called his dad Ghost. Mm, I'm just over yeah, him. Yeah. What? <laughs> He's really like, you know, it's all me. in the script, but it's just I'm like, like oh my gosh, I'm so ready buddy. for like so many people to buddy, just like go. Cap. I'm not. Tariq is like really making me Tariq, mad. I'm just not. Big cap. I think yeah. that's what everybody wants, though, is to just that, well, what the writers want is for everyone to really goes. feel Tariq. like that's somebody Tariq. that they don't want around them, you know. And yeah. I think it was pretty powerful. But do you guys think that Kendrick is a better actor than Drake, or no, could be, or not. could be? No way. Nah. I'm a Degrassi fan. <laughs> nah. I watched Degrassi from the first nah. season, the very first season, and nah. I watched like I watched like nah. Degrassi, like the original one, and then the right, nah. the new one. Drake, yeah. Drake got <laughs> Degrassi. Drake got <laughs> Saturday Night was, Live. What? Drake. <laughs> No. I mean, Aubrey oh, Graham alone just, was one of my favorite, like, like ever. He had the best <laughs> role. Honestly, he had the the best role being the like somewhat black guy. At yeah. Funny, you know, he, Drake. He is funny, funny. it's like, like really funny. Like, actually, could be a comedian. So, like, definitely did, not out acting. Will Ferrell, but like, Drake's an actor before he's anything else. Out you there. said Drake has a skit with Will Ferrell. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Funny. Wait, wait. What's this about? How do when I not? In the gym. Yeah, they're in the when gym. they're in like the basketball. I'm on, talking like, about the... handshakes, the basketball. Oh, okay. <laughs> definitely gonna good. have to check that out. But do you think that, in light of other um, rappers who act and things like that, that he's one of the better ones so far, just from his display? You know, we don't know much about well, him as an actor. I mean, well, I feel like Kendrick Lamar is not better than Master P at acting. No, no way. Or 50 Cent. <laughs> you exactly. know, like Because he just Cent. started. You know, so it's just like, yeah, that was his first. Like, that was really his first. The greats, you know, you know. Do you yeah. think he could be up there, though? Yeah. From first, so. I he mean, if he takes some time, definitely. Right now, definitely. He did a good job. I, I mean, for like a first, you know, for that being like one it of the It was crazy first. if they might throw like another one. something else, though. Have I never seen him in anything else? No, he hasn't no, been I in don't. no movies. Really? None like, of that. He make his own videos. Like, yeah. Videos That's crazy. Like movies, but his movies was... Kind of yeah, crazy. no, it was dope, though. Yeah, I liked dope. it. And for, it literally got me... He was, like, so into the role. I was just like, is that Kendrick? I had to ask a few times, like, that's not Kendrick. You knew yeah. that was Kendrick. I saw did. Well, out. yeah, but then I was like, no, Braids. that's, like, someone who looks like him. Like, I was really confused. Maybe because I was tired, too, you know, it was a lot of things happening that night. Definitely, I had a few drinks at the bar. Shout ah. out to uh, Sleazy Pack. <laughs> Go crazy. Got us wasted. <laughs> Go crazy for the low. So if you for ever, sure, for sure. yeah, shameless plug a little later about that. But it was lit. I was drunk. For sure. That's but that's probably why movie. I didn't know it was Kendrick. I was like, is that Kendrick Lamar? <laughs> no, it can't be Kendrick. But beyond that, LeBron has built a school in his hometown of Akron, Ohio. LBJ. It's literally that's a, that's a black a goat, excellence that's a move moment. And I'm, not, and I'm not a LeBron fan. And that's the thing. It makes you be a fan of LeBron in a different light. You know, a lot of people have a, you know, it's like a 50-50 thing with people who like LeBron and people oh, who he's don't. A great player. I don't think he's a great player. You don't think like, so? It's like 80% but. everybody hates LeBron and then like the Af- rest. Afraid like, they do. Just, afraid they do. people like hate LeBron because... He do big stuff, and then at the same time, you like him because he do big stuff. So exactly. Like, what is it? Just got to fuck with him. Just mess with work him. Whoa, where's Give my swear jar? Give me a dollar. Use a swear word. <laughs> Sorry about that. What'd you say? <laughs> How old are you? 12? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so we have this relationship, the love-hate relationship with LeBron. But LeBron has created um, a school for at-risk youth um, that pretty much gives you um, – a free college tuition after you graduate to the University of Akron. Um, 
the school has tons of resources. It's like within two miles, you get free transportation. You get a bicycle and a helmet as a student of the school. You know, it's literally mm-hmm. like they have GD programs for the parents of the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, literally just free bringing lunch, breakfast, all, all, all of that. Like, like, can I go to that school? Mm-hmm. Is it possible for to sure. re-enroll as an adult? Or work there free or something, tuition. you know? It's yeah, free man. tuition Backtrack. to college. Yes. I will go back to school just to get free tuition to <laughs> right. college. Like, what? For sure. So it's literally um, one of the uh, most amazing things that has happened as far as what a basketball player contributes uh, on, the, on the public level to the world. You know, mm-hmm. most people don't really know what basketball players are doing with their money. You know, Carmelo Anthony has programs. There are tons of people who do things with their money in the right way, but this is legit a huge display of black excellence and what a lot of money can get you. Mm-hmm. He made a lot of money, and he's already pushing it back into his city, kind of like what Chance does with music and how he's made mm-hmm. so much money and pushes it back into social work programs and things like that. LeBron is doing the same thing for his hometown. Mm-hmm. Do you think this will cause a... Um, a ripple effect of more people doing things like this for their underprivileged communities. Afraid so. I hope so. I mean, maybe like <laughs> that's afraid the, so. Afraid so. That's the goal, to. you know. That's the, the, the inspiration like, is the, to. I was inspired when I first saw it. So yeah, I'm to just have like, like the chance effect where chance was like doing so many things in Chicago, and then effect. it, it, it like other artists that have been like doing. I mean, for years that haven't really been doing anything for the city now started like contributing more. So like, hopefully that's the goal. Do you think this will make people respect him more as a basketball player as well? Or do you think it's completely separate? I mean, I think people people should have something to say regardless because of it. Like, I mean, because he's so great at all being, being a basketball player, being just like a stand up person. I feel like, well, I don't know him personally. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He could be just like a super well. dish. You never know. <laughs> but like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But like the fact that he gives back so much and like, you know, like how, like in regards to like his wife and like, you know what I mean? Like that very solid family <laughs> unit that they have and they've had for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I think he's like the example if there was ever one of, like, a basketball player that was just, like, all around, you know, right. just, like, great dude. He has, like, this black wife, and, like, they have, like, these kids. They've been together since high school, and, like, he's doing all these amazing things. And also, he's the best player in the league. So, like, what can, you know, right. how can you, uh, like, not? I'm going to stop you on that. You know, how can you not, Kevin like, Durant is the best player. Okay, he's we'll, the second best. That's fine. You know, <laughs> everyone has their own opinion, and then, you know, there's oh, it's facts. the truth. Look at the stats. How but. do you think the the children who are in this school will react? Because that's usually what we want, right? We want to know how the kids will respond to new things in their neighborhoods. You know, sometimes here in the city we get these uh, rec centers and recreational programs, and they get torn apart because the people who are working there – um, don't really know how to deal with the kids, and the kids just get bored with the things and start breaking things and, and just start not yeah. really respecting the yeah, just not caring. Yeah. So, do you think that the the kids will have a different outlook on this since it is LeBron James I mean, putting this together? They should, they should like the kids there. They should, and it's just a great opportunity. Me personally, I feel like the kids are going to have a big contact. They're going to have a big impact. Because just growing up and seeing a, a, a older black person, especially a man doing something for your city, that's going to inspire you to do something even bigger for yourself and your family. Because um, me personally, mm-hmm. I've grown up um, 
through the Michael Jordan era, the the Michael Jackson era, the the Master P era, like any era that any artist has come and every and each and every one of those people have done something for some kind of community. I mean, except Michael Jordan had the shoes, but Michael Jackson Michael Jackson impacted a whole music industry. Um, he he impacted the world. That domino affected with a whole bunch of artists. Um, LeBron James is going to have a domino effect that's going to impact the whole world with each person like Kaepernick mm-hmm. doing something for for society because the government is not doing nothing at all. Um, they just sit back and tweet and right. talk about everybody. <laughs> it's just systematic. <laughs> you know, it's just that literally is just the what we're seeing in the world as far as like politics is systematic oppression. This is exactly what they want to happen. Absolutely. And it's just being heightened because we can see it but if we weren't able to see it the same thing has been happening beyond time yeah but it is amazing that there are so many more people of color coming to step up yeah and i think it 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 shows them that they matter you know what i mean more than anything it's like if lebron james you know the way that these kids now they hold celebrities to like this super high standard Mm -hmm. because of social media and everything else it looks it's like if LeBron James is saying that I matter, I must matter. Which exactly. is like crazy yeah. that like it has to happen that way, you know what I mean? But like regardless, however they have to see that they that I mean like our youth that they're worth it. You know what I mean? Like Do you believe that he's do you believe that him and other people doing things in the public eye are actually upholding what a celebrity should be to the world? You know, it's I think Absolutely. You know, because celebrities are put in this light of Oh, I want to be just like them, but they're not. It's, it's literally just a celebrity. They're not contributing to anything. All they're contributing to, honestly, sometimes is the downfall of children who can't achieve those things or don't know how to achieve those things. So you think that LeBron is really setting the standard for what it means to really he, look he, up to a celebrity? Doing, I think he's doing good. I right. Mean, he's doing, he's on, He's on track. On the right track. You know yeah, what I'm saying? He sure. been but he been doing stuff though. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's just not just now. This he just made more money over the years that now he can develop more into what he wants to do for his city. Yeah, I mean I would think so with hundred and fifty million dollars. <laughs> like he Sheesh. went back or whatever. He Is he adopting? Back. That's also a question. One an, what got <laughs> a, one another <laughs> ring. <laughs> Am I am I in the running? Am I uh, too old for that too? You know, like the school being adopted. I'll take anything. You can mentor me and call it adoption. I don't care. You know, just add me in on that bag and all of this mentorship and all these amazing things. So I'm very very grateful that we are living in this time to be able to see such awesome things happen. But we're going to go back into playing some more music uh, for about ten minutes or so. When we come back from music. We'll talk about our fave, Donald Trump, just for oh, all no. of no. all of no, ten minutes. Yeah, that's how we feel though, right? But we gotta pay attention because this time guess who's saying something? LeBron. But we're gonna go to some music, right? We're back. You guys just heard some music. Once again, um, I started that with Milk and Cooks with another song they have, and then we played uh Tony Cartel, Hefe is back. And the last song, what's the artist's name again? Uh, Bino. Bino. Blast Off by Bino was that last song. Once again, you are listening to Nitty's Knocker Radio. 
every Tuesday, 6.15 to 8.15 p.m. Ever interested in submitting your good news, your energy, your music, your thoughts, submit it to nittiesknocker.com, or you can hit us on Instagram, nittiesknocker or nittiesknocker promo. Anything that says nittiesknocker, you can find a way to contact the team, and we will talk to you. We do talk to everybody as long as you're not trying to hit on the host <coughs> because I will ignore you. But <laughs> still speaking on LeBron today. <laughs> Shut up, Greg. <laughs> well, we're LeBron talking about James. him in the sense of LeBron James. LeBron James. We're talking about LeBron. Go. The go. 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 <laughs> As he talks about uh, Donald Trump. As China Sharp so uh, LeBron said that he believes that Donald Trump is um, using sports to racially divide America. Do I you, really believe that's true. Yeah. He's destroying sports, and he's disrespecting all the players through sports, talking about sports, and basically using that as a distraction for the real world. Mm. What have you heard Donald Trump say that, as far as sports go, that has like since you, made you think, like, why are you doing this? Like, what has been one of his statements You know what about- made me mad when he called everybody SOBs? In the NFL? Yeah, he's been at the NFL players' head. He's been at NFL players, NBA players, especially the biggest icons Mm -hmm. in the game. And it's like only a person talks like that when they didn't make it to the sports. Like, you know, you got friends that talk about people that didn't make it to the NBA. You got that one dude that was raw in the neighborhood. He didn't make it, and he just bitter sulk. Yeah. Feel like the president just sulking on everybody. You know he was in Hollywood before mm-hmm. politics, so and it didn't really everybody. didn't really work for him. It ain't working, so I might as well try to rule the world. So hey, and look at that, he's ruling it, huh? <laughs> in, to in, some, in his in his trying to own get money way, from Russia trying to get money from everybody. But there's also been, um, you know, his talks about he really agrees with the NFL's like if that what they punish or penalize players if they don't kneel. And some teams are actually saying, no, we're not going to penalize our players. So I do believe that it's definitely causing a race divide because when you think about sports in general, especially American sports, a lot of the players are minority players and a number of them, except baseball. Baseball is the one sport where it's less, where the minorities are the minority. (laughs) Uh, don't forget hockey. Golf. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, so the ones that you know, the entire world doesn't pay attention to. With basketball and the NFL, uh, we pay attention to those things more often, as well as baseball. These are the sports we pay attention to the most, um, as far as everyone being a part of those sports. And I do believe that there's a huge racial divide. Do you think that by LeBron opening his mouth about it is going to cause him any uh, flack or? Have people looking at him a certain way as far as people on the top level? No, no I think everybody knows what no, uh, he's way too big for that to happen. Yeah, it, he can't be made. affected by it. Look at y'all, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> we here, he might need security too, huh? Look, we all hey. need security. Everybody needs security. <laughs> Do you believe that the athletes and entertainers, um, with these platforms, as we were speaking on before, how LeBron is using his platform to open schools and things like that, do you think it's up to them to voice issues on oppression as well? Yep. It's yeah. a free country and it's a freedom of speech. It's in the Constitution. And if you can't do that, then <laughs> get out. Get out. Look. Get out. Get out. 
Do y'all think it's, it's like mandatory at this point though? Like they owe it to to the black community? Like no, they, they don't owe us lie, nothing, bro. bro. They don't owe us. We doing all this ourselves. We've been doing it for ourselves for. <laughs> I definitely think that they years. owe the black community everything. <laughs> they owe, they do, but I'm but far as like if they'll give it to you or right. not. That's what I'm saying. They don't owe us nothing because they don't. I mean, they're not. They're not necessarily obligated, but at the same time, is it the right thing to do? Absolutely. But are they? Because Michael Jordan wasn't uh, one who really like put his voice to causes like that. I mean, Michael Jordan owns like privatized like jails. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Facts. Michael Jordan is not like one for the black people. I don't think. I think that. I definitely think it's it's their responsibility as. I think it's black people's responsibility to be there for black people, no matter what mm-hmm. platform you're on. You I know what I mean? That. So if you're doing that, and no matter who you are, if you're not standing up for, you know, black people in general, like, it's shame on you, but, like, also whatever. True. Well, yeah, I do think that it does make LeBron, um, as far as big-name celebrities in, in, athle- in athletic things, it makes him – the, that the number one, you know, he's on top mm-hmm. because when you know, at least I know Keith sent sent me the Instagram post about the school and like three other people, random people, just because you know it's good news. Like, we love to hear n- good news on the show, and I had all these people sending me the same post today, and I was like, that's amazing. You know, it's already impacted enough people to say, hey, Nitty, you need to talk about this on the show because it look at it's for black kids it's for the bad kids just like the jba right Mm -hmm. with lavar ball i had the chance to meet um his son um mellow was it no lamello or lamello yeah i got to meet lamello after they played as well as another player on the team um and the jba is honestly for at-risk adults you know it's like for the people over 18 who don't get a chance to go to the NBA, don't go to school uh, for college, have had problems with the law and things like that, and he has created a junior basketball association, and they travel all over the states to play basketball. So, LeVar, the Ball brothers have done an amazing thing in the world of sports as well. So Absolutely. now that Le- um, that Le- uh, Lonzo is playing with LeBron, that even gives us more attention to a JBA, which is – where kids can end up going if they don't go to the NBA. So maybe that's even something that LeBron can work with LeVar Ball and his brother on because it's literally for the same cause. And if we have more causes that make sense for minority communities, just imagine how more, how much more powerful we'll be and how much more of a threat we'll be to this country. For and sure. I think it's coming to that. Like, we are really becoming – they're noticing that we are not backing down anymore when it comes to the resources and things that you need as a um, – person of color in america for sure so definitely thanks you know for the this is america song too because we all woke now you can't be sleep uh, anymore i don't know a lot of people still sleep. well come on we gotta wake them up face put some throw some water on them you know it's time to wake up uh what's the girl from bad girls club tanisha get the plates wake everybody up in the house because sure, it's just time sure to go crazy but we're gonna go ahead and get into some more music and when we come back from the music we're gonna do our 60 second freestyle with marley so that we know who we're talking to and we will jump into our artist talk right here on nitty's knocker we're back and i'm so glad that marie's here to mix because there will be no more dead air today Woo! (laughs) 
so happy Shout about out that. DJ Marie. So <laughs> now we are about to do the 60 second freestyle. Let's get it. Which Bars. is legit Box. one of the coolest moments. I'm going to play. I have to burp. Let me move away from the mic. Oh, you didn't even have to say that, though. Right. Because it just did. No, because they still might hear me. What's that little sound we just heard? Was that a burp? Yes, it was. It was definitely a burp. But we are about to do the 60-second freestyle with Marley. And the beat that we'll be using for now, which I really like, is the Pharrell. Can I have it like that beat? Can I have it like that? So, uh, you got a little bit of time to prep yourself because it's a long beat, but... You know, without further ado. You know, I'm just gonna, like, I be, I look key be when I freestyle, I just like go and I okay. just rap about what I'm saying or just like if well, I. Well, let's let's get it cracking then. I just gonna, you know, just it's just the feel. It's all a feeling. Like some people can freestyle, some people like say something. Let's go. Let's see what you got. Let's get That's why they don't shoot them, man. Check it. No days off. Back to the lab. I swear I love money. Call me Mr. Krabs on my way to the bank. All you hear is laughs. I'm like a car dealer. Way I shuffle while it's cash, ayy. I gotta get it. I'm the main attraction. Over east and you know I ain't lacking. Well, you know they be clapping. Hold on. Let me get back. I'm in bathing nape, ayy. She wanna come to my way, ayy. I might need another save, ayy. Can I have it? She wanna have it. Too little, I just put them in the basket. You know what? I be going, going. I just keep flowing, flowing. Shout out DJ Marie. Shout out DJ Royal. I be spitting all this heat. You know I be flowing. Ayy, this, that, for real. These other dudes, you know they just smell. And I get that boat by the L. Smoke the L. Wait, smoke a dude like an L. Oh. I don't, I don't never tell <laughs> on my liver scale. <laughs> See, it's just like, you know what I'm saying? I, you play around when people don't freestyle. Like, when people say, yeah, they freestyle. Like, I freestyle what, you know what I'm saying? I bars and then I just play with it. You know what I'm saying? That's, all, that's what freestyling really is if people don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? People come to the table with stuff wrote. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really like listen to Meek Mill a lot, like. When he be freestyling, sometimes he be saying stuff he, like, already wrote and stuff. But, like, right. he'll just keep going, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, ASAP Rocky and Ferg and them. That's how they, like, you know what I'm saying? That's how I, like, really, like, started how freestyle by my own. Well, Not you just, just, you definitely just snap. Yeah, clap, just clap. Eastside crazy. It. Appreciate it, man. You already know, man. Wearing Southside. the bait. So you're a bait fan. You wear bait. Uh, yeah, I, I, you know what I'm saying. I, when I when I wear my clothes, I just like pick a certain certain type of brand or designer. Like you know what I'm saying. I, I've been wearing Bape since like 2007. You know, like they've been out like, really? and it's just so crazy. Like 07, I, I was a sophomore. Yeah, I was. Yes. Yeah, in high school. Yeah, it's crazy. Not in college, guys. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not. Same. But yeah, just babe, you know what I'm saying? Off white, you know, I'm trying to do a little photo shoot for them. True, true. Yeah, I feel I, I I got to wear I don't I don't own one. But I got to wear an off white belt, the really cool one that everybody mm-hmm. wears, and I felt so empowered. Yeah. What's your favorite brand? Right now or just in general? Uh both. 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 Yeah. Well, right now is off white because I I've been wearing that sh- 
that's that mm. brand. He needs we a bell. Or, hey, hand him that bell. Yeah, right. that's the language bell. <laughs> but YSL. YSL. Yeah. Okay. Doesn't okay. YSL has shoes with the blue bottoms for women. Yeah, it's like red bottoms for blue no bottoms. Why oh, you just? <laughs> yeah, no, I just. Yeah, it was uh, a realization. I was like, why YSL. They. She looked like, huh? Yvette, Yvette Saint Laurent. Is that how you Saint say Laurent? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have the blue bottom shoes. Yeah, and they got a they got a, a lot of nice pieces. They they really do. Like, I don't know. Like, you know, I just I just feel like being doing music mm-hmm. gets will like you know get me in fashion any anything like that's really you know. But I I still love music. But I just know that I can do other. It helps things. you progress in other things that yeah, you really like, want to do. I know that I can do it. Like. Why not model for Dior or something like that? Right, you know? go crazy! Look, like, you got big dreams with your music. Oh uh, yeah, it's 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 all you know. what I'm saying it's all about hard work and dedication, man. That's all it's about. So nope. about a year and a half ago um, is when me and Marley kind of got cool. I knew him, but we didn't really know each other to that extent. And we were in Texas together, and he was like, "Man, when are you gonna interview me on the show?" And I was like, <laughs> "I got you, I got you." And here we are a year and a half later, and he has a new project coming out called 30 Days of Night. Yeah. What's that about? Man, it's really about me being in the studio, like, more at night and just going crazy, like, just locking in and just just by my, really, sometimes I go by myself, sometimes I go bring my, my cousin or something with me, but I just be locking in, like, I tell, like, I just go in. Like, Where do you record? Um, I record sometimes at Fort Knox or um, Columbia has like a little studio basement. Like when you go downstairs, like a basement, and they got an actual studio too. So like you know, some I know some people from there. I just go in there. But are you the type uh, when you go into the studio like you need a whole bunch of people, or you you like to just be in there by yourself? And nah, bro. No, that's why I just said. I said I, sometimes I bring my cousin. Uh, but that's it though. Or somebody I know, you know, it's yeah. just, I, I, don't, I don't really do everybody in my session. Right. Like, it's just like. No, I feel that. So as know, far as writing goes, do you actually, because this has been a big topic, do you actually write it down or are you more of like the freestyle type of artist? When I go in, I like, like, I write every day. I write every day for different songs, different beats that I listen to. If I switch it up, I switch it up. But like, I go in, I have something wrote already just to, you know what I'm saying, and then just freestyle. So you like you said, when you do your freestyles, you rap about what's surrounding you, right? Mm-hmm, is that I how it is when you write, like too? That. Like if you had a certain day or something was going on, you just document it and yeah. then turn it into music, or is it just already coming out as bars? No, it's just sometimes it just come out as bars. Like sometimes I don't even, sometimes I think of some new stuff mm-hmm. and just... I then just keep bar after bar, like, you know. What has been the most powerful moment for you as a musician? Man. So far, at least. So far. You know, you haven't done your Dior shoot yet, but (laughs) what have you done so far that's like, yeah, I did that? Man, opening up for Trippy Red. That's 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 nice. Where, where was and that? I was the only opener though. Oh, so it was so, legit. Like, well, I wasn't gonna say I was the only opener, but uh, my boy Duffelback Buru, um, if you guys heard of him, Lyrical Lemonade, shout out to them. But he performed. But I just felt like that whole crowd was 
was like rocking with me the whole night, even when I didn't perform. Like they wanted me to come back on. They thought I was the only performer though, because mm-hmm. it was just like you know it was DJ sets. Mm-hmm. It was more DJ sets than it was performing. So, um, and that yeah. that is one thing that's true about lyrical lemonade shows is when you perform, people want to engage with you immediately after. That's why they will come. buy your merchandise. They will. They will follow you on the internet because this feeds their energy. And, you know, these, mm-hmm. you know, Trippy Red is the artist who makes you really just like Feel wild out. You know, mm-hmm. you can, and I like his music, even though, you know, we have, he sounds like other artists, but I think. So everybody say, everybody say he's Yeah, he, I, I mean, not know. saying I he's stolen. I look honest. at his inspiration. I Any artist that does another style of someone Super is. Been, been sounding like that, but this is. No, it's just he he from Ohio, so it's like I don't know. He sound different though. He yeah, it's definitely different. different. It's it seems like an en- enhanced to me. Yeah, it's like an enhanced sound. But you know, I look at his inspiration. You know, you grab your inspiration from someone else. But beyond them, you got to open for him, so that is definitely a huge highlight on your oh, list yeah. of things. Yeah, and it was so crazy that his DJ was already there. So I know he saw everything when because he was up there with with DJ Royal. He was. Yeah, man. I'm, yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all just turned up. Y'all just turned up. What it was? <laughs> <laughs> Go yeah, it was crazy. good. Good time, man. No, so it wasn't no. Where do you see yourself within the next six months, though? Six months. Mm-hmm. Well, I see myself doing more, more shows that I was doing, just picking up in festivals, and like doing what type of festivals? Pitchfork. Specifically. Pitchfork, Riot Fest. I need to do, I need mm. to be in everything. Like, I want to, I, I need to, I don't know, I need to do it, but I need to do it. I need to get on that opening stage for Lala, you know? Like, True. Because it just be people that don't know, if people know them, but like, you know, they coming from different states and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, but yeah, that's, so what, that's where I see myself. What see. advice would you give just so that, you know, because there are a lot of people who want to be even where you are so far, mm-hmm. opening for people like Trippy Red, the Trippy Red. What advice would you give to someone who has not made it to a place where they can even say they've opened for certain Somebody. artists? Just keep pushing. Keep talking to these promoters. Keep, yeah, you don't gotta bug people, but keep your keep them in your head, like in their head, like keep that that word. Make them remember you. Every time you go to any event or you see them just randomly, you know, y'all have y'all conversations or whatever, or just, you know, just be like, you know, check check this out or just keep this in mind or something like that. You know, never never stop, never stop doing what you love to do. And I think that is a, a very powerful statement because some artists, of course, you know, you can look at a promoter and see if they're irritated but what you do is you continuously irritate them to a point where they're like, fine, you okay. know, okay. Let's but the it. moment you give up is the moment that it ends for you. You All know, right. it's just like you didn't exert yourself to say, I really, I can hear you eating your Teddy Grahams. Yeah, <laughs> can I have one, actually? There you go. I like Teddy Grahams. <laughs> Look, everybody, uh, pass the Teddy Grahams. <laughs> All right, everybody get one apiece. <laughs> But, no, I think that is very important for artists, you know, just even with me seeing your growth over the year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I got to make sure I get Marley in ASAP because he's really been doing his thing. You know, from when I met you to now, it's a totally different Marley. 
you know you have a a, a totally different image like everything is just progressing for you and mm-hmm. you never gave up every time i would see you it's like you gonna am i gonna be on the show or what and i'm like i got you <laughs> I got you, you know, but it's just like he's persistent. Persistence is definitely important when you are an artist of any type because you can truly be limited in everything if you don't, you know, if you don't talk, if you don't entertain the idea of you being what you want to be, you know. Is Dior like your go-to? Dior, YSL, man, I'm trying to, man, I'm trying to be on that billboard one day. What's your biggest like music music inspiration as far as like artists go like like you know is there anybody like music Pharrell music? man for Pharrell sure. for sure it's crazy that you play that's why I was just doing my thing on that because I was just feeling it you know like I've always listened to, like Pharrell you know Neptune's and all of them like even when even when Jay Z and Kanye started you know started doing joint albums and stuff like that it was just yeah. Just listening to that growing up just gave me an inspiration. Okay, so like what's that. your? You, I know you like Watch the Throne. What right? What's your favorite song off Watch the Throne? Black Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I like Lift Off. <laughs> I love Lift Off. I like the message in that song. Okay. I also like that Beyonce's in it, but beyond I'm not gonna the lie. Fact, I like I like more than I have more favorite than one one favorite song on the album because it's like exactly which one exactly so I was saying every yeah. song it was like yeah the it, whole it was album. a perfect album no, right it was whole album unless there's like an it's album like I, that I just, couldn't have no favorite song. Sure. yeah it's like okay but then what about like like specifically like artists like top five like right now or just in general and. Mm. Both. both both look you yeah, gotta, yeah, do, you gotta both. do it right now and then you gotta do like I in look, general because right now. My favorite artist right now is her. Mm-hmm. So you number one, huh? We're going one to five, not five to one. Right? Or just in general, do uh, you I'm, have? I'm, num- I'm putting. I'm, I mean, I don't have like no no countdown. Okay, like okay. That. I just, <laughs> but Valet, um, her. Um, I've been listening to who else? I be listening to on the daily, ASAP Rocky. I'll be listening to him on the daily, like, who else? I want to say, what's his, hey, what's, what's his name? What's that guy's name? Lil Yachty. Oh, okay. Lil Boat. Yeah, Lil Boat. Sure. I've been listening to him a lot lately. Sure. <laughs> yeah, the last album he dropped was dope. <laughs> yeah, it went crazy. <laughs> and um, I want to say, who? Oh. Um, Juice World. I've been listening to a lot yeah, of Juice, Juice World. Definitely I've been listening to a lot, a lot of Juice World. Okay. But wait, I take that back. Uzi, because I've been listening to a lot of Juice World and Uzi. But I listen to Uzi every day though. Tops sure. like this is like. For sure. But yeah, but all time though is Lil Wayne, Kanye, mm, Jay Z, Nitty, Nitty. Don't sleep on me. I got bars and stuff. I'm Nitty's Knocka Ninja. I bounce, bounce higher, higher than Tigger. Been Um, saying that since I was 21. mm. Bar. Look, bar. (laughs) Not bars. Kendrick Lamar. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. I like J. Cole, too. But that's my top five, though. You said said Wayne, Kanye. Jay-Z, Kendrick. 
Wait, Wayne, 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 Kanye, Jay Z, Kendrick, and Nitty. <laughs> that was the fifth one. Look, you you forgot because okay, that. Okay, I guess J Cole. Okay, for sure. That's a solid ass. That is solid because everybody's different too. It's like so many different dynamics to that. <laughs> That's the broken bell. Okay. Oh, there you go. There you go. big bells. <laughs> Zuby. Big Zuby. Can we not say that word on air? What? A S S. I think you say ass. Well, you can yeah, say I'm it pretty now. sure right. you, I'm pretty sure it's not a word <laughs> that because so it, it has m- multiple before. meanings. It's not just like a cursed word. It's like something that means donkey. Yeah, but it's cool. But yeah, yeah that's that's definitely what's up. Um, it's uh, time for us to jump into the unicorn gospel, okay. which is where I take a B. Are you with me? Oh, yeah, we are the church. We ain't going nowhere. Shouts out to Kirk Franklin, you know, but Unicorn Gospel is pretty much where I take either verse or tarot cards. Haven't had my tarot cards lately because I need to practice more. But I take a verse and I just reword it into a way that everybody listening can understand. And this week's Unicorn Gospel is from Psalms 34 and 18 it says the lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit so basically it's pretty transparent in its meaning we all have been dealing with we all have at one point or another dealt with some type of loss whether it's um someone passing away losing um in a relationship or you know best friends splitting apart and not being cool anymore we've all dealt with some type of heartbreak in our lives and if you haven't godspeed because i'm trying to be like you where it don't really affect you but we're human right we have these ailments we have these heartaches and pains so the universe the unicorns all that sparkly radiance from the sky is always going to heal your heart like for real like if you're if you're literally down and out and like just really not feeling yourself and feeling like everything is not worth it anymore, I felt like this earlier today, you know, like I had to cry it out in my car and I had to remember I'm good because the energy that I keep with me that I'm pulling towards me is a positive energy. It's a radiant Absolutely. energy. It's an energy that's going to get me to the next level of happiness as well as wealth, you know, health. Well, what else rhymes? Wealth, health. That's it. I mean, self. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, a happier self. So, you know, all of these things are legit things that will, like, kelp. Melp. Merp. Melp. What? Smelp. Okay, keep going. Keep going. I want to rhyme now. (laughs) But no, like, overall, it's just saying that the the universe (laughs) and, or the Lord, or like, whoever you worship, is always going to be there for you. That higher power is always going to sit with you and be with you in the times need to remind you that everything's good and that you don't have to worry about anything in life that for sure, you know, it's temporary. These yeah. feelings are temporary. You have Absolutely. to realize that we will move on from it. Life goes on and we will find our radiance and our joy and our pixie dust and all that stuff along yeah. the way because glitter matters. I'm not, I'm not even from this planet. Me neither. I'm a unicorn. <laughs> Where do you think we from? <laughs> I'm from the black hole. Oh, see, I think that's honestly where all of the really, really amazing people are from. Are just from like black holes in the universe. 
Parallel universe. Actually, East Side Crazy. But that is this week's <laughs> Unicorn Gospel, and we are going to jump into some more music. We're going to listen to some more of Marley's music, and then we will come back and talk about six ways to grieve a loss. And I really love when everybody gives their input on dealing with things that we all go through on a daily basis okay. so go ahead enjoy marie the shout DJ out teddy grams right here and shout out teddy oh. grams. hey hey hire me austin if you're hey y'all my boy dj royal just was on the jam yes shouts out to that song dj royal no biden big 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 zoovy zoovy he was on the jam that is a big move a huge everybody watched that everybody watches it it's the new you probably know but everybody do yeah it was on the u it's called the jam and okay for sure it's young they have they have young hosts yes you know everything about the show is legit for um youthful and youthful experience to get more uh young people involved in watching the show and my guy was the dj for austin fillmore just recently and he took such such a head-ass picture with his arms out like hello i am here (laughs) (laughs) but i love the picture because he's like i am here i've made it and i'm so proud of you i came i saw i conquered all day it's the big zuby 2018 if you don't see, if you don't see XXL, um, you're on the field. Like, yeah. Right, get on, get on board, and you're going. <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> yeah, you get the good bell for that one. That was the one. That for was sure. the one. <laughs> but yes, you know everybody here is doing amazing things. Shout out to Austin Fillmore. We definitely play his music in rotation um, every single week. And now we're going to be playing some of Marley's music in rotation every week. So if you want to hear some good music, we usually only play the things that resonate well with the listeners and us inside of the studio so you know i'm very glad that we've gotten a chance to hear some of this greatness because wow you know i love young black artists doing their thing you got a lot of chicago talent in here uh oh, big zoomies all day oh, molly don't shoot them shout out to austin fillmore it's <laughs> a lot of opportunities <laughs> in chicago i should say to all artists get on to it because they coming. Yeah, heavy. It's a very, very powerful movement. Sure. Um, and the next step, I think, is for everybody to connect better, you know, to mm-hmm. continuously support each other because there's been a lack of support. Everybody's been in their own cliques, making sure their own people make it. But mm-hmm. the more you support people who are all doing the same thing, then the, the, you can only go further from there. So I'm very proud of Royal and Marley are both two people who I see at everybody's thing. You know, it's not just one thing that they're jumping into. They are trying to be everywhere, getting to know everybody in About every networking. scene. And they are, like you say, you're persistent. You go around, you never know what they might need you for. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Even if it's just needing a good friend who got the party's teeth. You know, the, the Zoofy sure. friend. You know, hey. the uh, Dior model, you know, <laughs> man, you never know. The man. YSL model. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out to YSL. Nike, Dior, all Nike. that. I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, I feel like if I get into these type of brands and designers, I can bring it back to the city or like pre- prepare some type of event or mm-hmm. just something for like Southside. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, shout out Juve. 
Juke Projects. He just did like something for Nike. Okay. On the South Cultural Center on the South yes. Side. Yes, and that's all we need is to continuously get these bigger brands involved in more local things so that they understand that there are dynamic levels to the South Side, the West Side, any urban neighborhood in any mm-hmm. city. You know, yep. not just Chicago, but there are a lot of urban neighborhoods with a lot of art inside of them. But let's go ahead and jump into this final topic or the weekly conversation piece for the show. And um, as I said, we're all dealing with different grievances and things like that. We did lose uh, an important person in Chicago culture, in my opinion. Um, Rico was definitely the friend of everybody. He made everybody comfortable. He made sure, like, if you were enemies, you wouldn't be enemies by the end of the night around Rico. That's just the type of um, energy that he pushed for everyone. And we lost him yesterday he was on life support for a couple of days due to an incident that happened saturday night so it's a little heavy to talk about you know he has been a guest on the show uh we had a lot of fun i was a guest on his playhouse uh podcast as well and um we have to grieve right we have to process it and to an extent i felt a bit numb to death to people dying around me because I'm, i'm just like how many more times right how many more times will I have to see this happen or deal with another person I loved being pulled away from me? And I was like, well, this also relates to people who are living. Sometimes there are people who are living who make you feel like they are dead or you, (laughs) you know, they they don't exist anymore. And it's like you literally have lost a part of you, right? So I looked on some websites and found some articles, and it says that there are six ways to grieve healthy ways to grieve and the first step is to heal together and honestly that's what like the world of twitter is doing right now for rico Mm. everybody on twitter instagram facebook are all coming together to heal saying hey let's go to the lakefront together we all need to be surrounded by love we all need to be together to realize that it's it's one or nothing i mean or um all or nothing right so healing together i think is a very powerful thing to do because a lot of people feel like they have to grieve alone mm. and that nobody understands what they're going through but if you right. just go and be around other people who knew someone that you were connected to or dealt with some situation you can definitely heal faster and feel better about the healing process because you you can share how it feels um the next thing they say to do is to acknowledge your feelings how often do you guys acknowledge acknowledge your feelings? Oh, I do every that day. all the time. Every day. <laughs> I'm all like the, the most emotional person ever. Smoke, <laughs> like, um, I'm you know a crybaby. You got to, though. Drinking like, that's just that human nature. It's healthy to, to express your feelings on a regular basis, and I think that when people don't, they end up being like the most toxic people you'll ever you'll ever be that's around. If they just do not know, I always find it very weird if someone mm-hmm. cannot express their feelings. It's like, wh- who made you like this? Like, how... How do you get to this point in life? And, like, as adults, I think that it's a part of growing up, being able to say in a tactful manner. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I feel this way, mm-hmm. but, like, I don't have to, like, be upset or, like, be yelling or whatever, but I can still express my feelings. You know what I mean? Like, in, the, yeah. in, like, in, a, health, in a healthy way. So, like. There um, are tons yeah. of people who always say, I'm good. I'm good. I'm actually very happy. It's not real. Everything's no. going so perfect, but it's just like sometimes you can really look at a person and tell that it's not, you know? Yeah, or so, like look at their, their everyday, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, the whole video uh, that Future posted and he was like living his best life. It's like 
still look like he's struggling. Mm-hmm. Like, it kind of looked like he's going through it. That does not look like living your best life. It looks like you are spiraling out of control. <laughs> Even with um, looking at the situation, I know a lot of people are feel certain types of ways about the Bunk gang guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's done a lot of really stupid things to make himself noticed, right? Mm-hmm. Thinking, yeah. hey, man, this will make me feel better. I get all these views. Now I'm getting paid for it. I can do this. I can do that, right? But what's happening to him now? He's still hurting. He's still depressed inside. And now people are looking at it as another stunt. So it's like the boy who cried wolf in a sense. You yeah, know, like absolutely. you live this life. And now he's grieving, you know, because he, he never. Himself, exact, but For that's sure. because he did not. <laughs> sure. He never really acknowledged the pain that he might have been dealing with his whole life. You know, we never really know what a person is going through yeah. until we see them in this light on the internet for whatever reason. I feel like you can acknowledge it, but I just wouldn't spend, I don't spend too much time with stuff like that at Mm -hmm. all. (laughs) Like, I don't spend too much giving. I feel like giving that energy is exactly what, what the person is looking for. And like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna feed into that. You know, like you can, you can feel how you want to feel, but, or like, yeah, I'm sad that you're going through that. Get some help. But right. like, other than that, right. I'm not about to say like, oh, shorty, good die. I don't care. Like, or like, mm-hmm. you know, but I am indifferent to like, you know, the whole like crying on social media thing. It's like, if you feel like you're going through it, you know, get off social media, yeah, go see a therapist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yes. get yourself into real, some real, type real, of psychiatric facility where you can like get yeah. the help that you need. Yeah. Um, and if that's the not first step possible, is to, like put too. your phone down. Yeah. And that's <laughs> true. Too. Like, yeah. Most you know, of the time people run to their phones and I have been a victim of this and I had to stop. And now if I tweet something crazy, I have to delete it because it's just like, this is not write it in the book, you know, Find other outlets. write it in a different write way because we oh, might think. And <laughs> honestly, when people do that, it's because they might feel like they need another person to talk to and they don't know how to find that person to talk to, yeah, you know? So it's literally a bittersweet thing of, trying to just from me being a person who's done it it's like sometimes i feel like the right person might see it and be able to give me the type of advice that i need but the internet is a beautiful world beyond twitter and instagram so go read an article on how to grieve like i found out you know these articles on how to deal with with loss and things like that it's out there for you there are personal ways to to get therapy but you have to want it as well so i think that's important and then you also have to give yourself time not too much time because if you give yourself too much time um take as much time as you need i think that's it like as much time like there no one can put a time limit on how long you want to grieve you just have to make sure that you're doing it in a healthy manner like Mm -hmm. let's not like sit around crying every day all day okay take your time cry whatever but even if you're still walking around you can still being Mm -hmm. be like be grieving it's just like you know if you're in that period you just have to let people know hey i'm not really in a good headspace but like you know, take as much time. If you, no one can tell you like, oh yeah, you should be over that by now. It's like if you need time, take it. You know, and, and like my bad for cutting you off. No, you're good. Too, I feel like when people grieve, they try to like we were talking about boom, like uh, mm-hmm. substance ab- abuse won't help that. Like so, prescription medicine, alcohol, weed, even like you know, it amplifies it. Yeah, it amplifies, it amplifies those feelings. Yeah, and so. Uh, that that's that's not something that's gonna help your mental state. Absolutely, like. and that's what a lot of black people, especially like they self medicate. Yeah, they start like, okay, we're just gonna get drunk every day. Yeah, and like I've seen so many of my friends, like their friends pass away recently. One of my best friends, his his friend, like committed suicide, yeah. and like he was, I mean, he's been drunk for like the past two months. Wow. And it's like, you know, like, come on, G. Like, it's, it's hard to get through this. Yeah, but it's like, like what else do you tell them to do? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I'm not a therapist. I can't. 
Like, I mean, but at the same time, this is not helping. Right. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? It just, you know, it's it's a hard thing. I feel like everybody just needs to seek. Get, get, get a yeah. People who, <laughs> I think people need to stop feeding into the BS. Okay. You and know what just I think? What's BS? You know what I think? I feel like when problems come, people need to just stay off the phone and do yeah. it the old-fashioned way. That's BS. Because when you're on the phone, you're reading about other people's problems, mm-hmm. and then those problems add on to your problems, Absolutely. and then those problems yeah. add on to their problems, which the black community suffers, mm-hmm. which also you need to stay off the phone and technology. And that's, and that's true. Addictive. Like, it's yeah. addictive. It's Another point fine. made is to engage in healthy activities. You know? yes. So for us at growing up, when we were sad, Growing up, what would we do? We would go outside, talk to, or, or talk to a family. Or yeah, outside. talk to a family, or go play. You know, cartoons. watch some yeah. cartoons. You know, <laughs> do like something. It was a different. It was a, a different <laughs> dynamic. Mario or something. And right. I think that our activities nowadays literally no have to toys. do with these tablets and phones and computers. No you know, it's right. I'm they sorry. all if of the toy stores are closing at this point. I don't feel sorry for you. I think I'm sorry. I never. If yeah. you have the time to pick up your phone That's and take a picture of yourself crying, then, like, you have time to do a lot of other things yeah. besides, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, oh, I'm crying, y'all. Like, help. Like, call that. them. Yeah, it doesn't just come call up the people genuine. that you're trying to get Well, what about this? Think about it in this way, though. Again. Think about it this way, though. He's on drugs. So, we might... <laughs> What does that you, mean? Because it might not come off genuine to you because he's like picking <laughs> he's up a like phone. But yeah. to him, he's drugged up and he like, man, like he's literally my, you never why? really that, know. I think that's a problem that our first thing is to hop on social media. That and is like, a hey, problem. Look at me. I'm like, I'm oh, sad. like that's that stop that. Stop doing it's that. Not it's not just him, it's though. And that's the sad no, part about the world. It's, it's like everybody does that now. That everybody. I've bad. seen people post pictures <laughs> years ago. It would just be a face red with tears in it <laughs> and they would post it on doing? their page and call i'm just your, like call people call, call that's your taking grandma. it to the you next know, level the phone, call yeah. somebody if you if you feel like you need talk mm-hmm. to your mom feel, bro you know there's also for everything there's oh, also yeah. there's You're also cool uh, with your mom call your dad for and sure. there's also <laughs> for sure that's if they're suicide. both gone like find find someone else find a find a close friend find a mentor right the but there's also yeah there's a suicide hotline for things like that too it's not just if you want to off yourself it's if you're feeling low there are people there for free we'll talk to you and they will recommend places that you can go to for a low price or for you know that do um based on medical things you have going on if you have no medical things there are so many ways that we can like heal ourselves and go outside like i can't stress this enough i've honestly been in my house dealing with too much in my house Mm -hmm. so if i sat on my roof and that's me going outside of my door. And I was like, I like this. I'll sit yeah. out here every night now because I got a different feel from being inside of a space that made me feel uncomfortable, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you find a new space. Do some some a seven-minute workout in your backyard or in front of your house or at the park nearest to you. Join somebody in pickup ball. Say, hey, I got next. You know, like just take it back to doing things that actually engage your body because when you engage your body, it helps with your cognitive memory Absolutely. as well. Yeah. Or Meditate. your brain, the cognitive, like the cognitive, cognitive, that all of that. <laughs> it helps with the with your yeah. brain. It helps with your medicine. Eat Meditate. some avocado. Meditation is really good too. Avocado. You know? And eat your avocados avocado. because Surrender. avocado is a brain food. Yeah. 
It is really it good for your brain, for the health of your brain. Well, I How? think a lot of people are. I don't know, like, but the article said, How? "My Felicity, what? do you know why?" Well, you eat. We we know it's something to do with like cog- cognition and yeah, stuff like that. I think, a lot, I think the thing is like a lot of people our age are actually like mentally ill, bro. And like yeah. a lot of people do not talk about like the the mental illness that we struggle with on a regular basis. Yeah. So I feel like that's why people are not able to like make like sound conscious decisions, decisions yeah. to like or like you know like sound decisions to like do better. It's because like they really there's something up there that's really not telling them that what they're doing is wrong. Somebody said something. Was it on the show last week or not about PTSD or oh, in yeah, general? I don't sure. remember where I was talking to a group of people about, but. Literally, there are so many people, or it was an interview. Oh, it was Herb's interview with The Breakfast Club. And he said, legit, everyone in these neighborhoods deal with PTSD. You know, like in Chicago, if you're walking around with Absolutely. guns on you and you know you shouldn't have them, it's not because you just want to have guns on you or you wanted to shoot somebody. Absolutely. It's because you're traumatized because of what you've seen growing up. So that I think that's what the disorder might be for a lot of people in our communities from a long time not just now but yeah. this has been something throughout our history of and oppression like depression you know like yeah. all of these situations mm-hmm. social people media go has through like a lot that. of stuff yeah. when they're kids especially it makes growing people up in Chicago. from different states you think. go through so much and there's no what were you saying of, marley oh yeah i'm sorry um yeah it just makes even states think otherwise like oh my god i can't go there like mm-hmm. when i go to so many states i've been to they get that you're from Chicago. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, well, I'm good, bro. I'm, I'm like they, your, they want to be your friend. They don't want no problems mm-hmm. with you. No, I can't. Good. I, like that. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go to Chicago. I can't go to Chicago, man. Is it really <laughs> like they? Is it really like it? Real. Like that? Yeah. I mean, it's real, but like you'll be good coming mm-hmm, here. Right. You know what I'm saying? People be scared. Like yeah, man. Instantly but like, be like, oh, I would never go. But home they, with but these people, right. people <laughs> really, <laughs> people really <laughs> respect like, Chicago. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. It's just like, man, it's when you yeah. come here, the media did that. Right, the media. I know academics. Goofy. Southern Illinois. Just recently. Yep. Went to the steel mills. Good. Stay down there. Stay we down don't need there you with up here. Rednecks. Rednecks. <laughs> <laughs> around these parts. Yeah, we, we, we don't need that <laughs> energy. We don't need that, that um, what they call it, BD Bo- energy. Baloney boy. What's I'm not going to say uh, big, big kahona energy. Big oh. I don't want to say think, the actual word. I don't think word. that's what Donald Trump got. No, he doesn't. <laughs> I wouldn't associate well, that with Well, he doesn't have it, but that's the <laughs> image he displays oh, yeah. is having. But he probably has L. <laughs> I feel like men with little things act like that. <laughs> he's just too, he's just all, all over the place. But back to um, ways to grieve. <laughs> um, they say engage in your healthy activities, yes. So go play some b-ball. Go do some backflips and you back. Break your neck. No Fortnite. Get off the computers. Get off of technology and go outside. Engage your heart. Get out. <laughs> and then... You want to practice deep breathing. Like you were saying, meditate. For sure. Meditation is more, it's easier than you think. It, it doesn't have to be how these people on the internet say, like, oh, it have, you got to be one with the air and all this crazy stuff. Just no. stretch every day, man, and just, like. Think. You know what I'm saying? Go for a walk. Get your body, get your body moving. Get, be healthy. Hey. Your core. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? We got to live to be healthy. And, of course, we know that you have to seek help. You have to seek help. 
of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. Get a therapist, guys. Call your mama, call your daddy, call anybody. Get a therapist. Call a Grandmas therapist. are like don't, the best oh, therapy. Yeah. Somebody's Go grandma. Go to your pastor. <laughs> Go talk to Somebody's someone. Grandma gonna backhand you upside your head. And then knock you some sense into you. But grandparents, I feel like if you can't afford a therapist and you know somebody has their grandma in their life, Go talk to their grandma. But you there's know, always, like, like, free count. I want people to actually talk to people who are, like, licensed in, like, mental health. Like, mm-hmm. don't always just talk to, like, you know, like, your parents or your friends. Like, talk to someone who knows yeah, how to deal so with mental issues. Yeah. <laughs> Specializes in mental issues in the actual brain. Because, mm-hmm. you know, people will give you bad advice also. Even your parents are not, you know. Yeah. They'll give you advice based on, on their perspectives well, of things. You know, like, go to a therapist. Maybe we can. Well, that's true, but. I mean, keep looking, though. Yeah, and then, if, like I said, if you can't get to them yet, just talk to a grand. Like, I really respect elders. Elders with some sense. Not just somebody, grandma, who be, like, at the boat or drinking off her little flask every day. (laughs) I mean, somebody's grandma, you might, everybody knows somebody with a grandparent or something that's just really a good person to vent. and And, you know, lay your thoughts out on. So make sure that you, you do that and you take the time to, to protect yourself. And maybe that's something that I can get on the site is like whenever I come across a, a mental health institution or some type of service, maybe just putting the message out there like, hey, there's this service. You, you know, here's a free service and, sure. you know, blogging about it and letting people know that it is what it is. But those are just six ways to just deal with any type of loss. You know, it doesn't have to always be in death, but any loss that you're going through, there are ways to just be healthy and protect your mental. Like, we don't do it enough. And then you know, we have the situations where people will literally push you to your edge, and then when you react, you're the bad guy, right? Sure. Yeah. Protect your mental so that you don't even have to get to an edge. There is no edge for you to get to if you know how to center yourself and deal with everything that's going on. So this week's quote is, happiness is bene- beneficial for the body, but it is grief that develops the powers of the mind. Okay, I like that. That's His name true. is Mar- Marcel Proust. He is the originator of that quote, but I'm going to say it again. Happiness is beneficial for the body, but it is grief that develops the powers of the mind. Do not, don't not allow yourself to grieve. Absolutely. Yeah. It's okay to be uh, vulnerable. You won't have to always be tough. And please, like, just stay away from, like, the the substances. Because, like, I, I know it's hard to grieve and to face, like, issues, but I really do feel like alcohol and drugs, like, mm-hmm. it just running away from it never gives you that time to literally, like, face it and ex- accept it. And, right. And move on. Right. Definitely. So, with that being said, how can we keep up with you, Marley? You can keep up with me at following me on all platforms. Marley, don't shoot them. The S is a money sign. Um, I'm got big things coming. You know, been growing and developing my craft. Just being around the big the, – the big people out here in Chicago and these states, man, just just being around. That's all I've been doing, just being around, like, Valet. And I've been been around Valet a lot lately, so it's just like, you know, I've just been chilling, you know, not, okay. you know, my, and, you know been, help, been making sure, like, I'm, I know what I want to do when it comes, you know, when that time comes. 
Well, make sure you guys follow Marley. Don't shoot him with the money sign on all platforms. Royal, how can we keep up with you? Well, you can follow me on Twitter at DJRoyal underscore LS City. You can follow me on Instagram at DJRoyal underscore N O B I T E N. That's no biting. No biting. Uh, right. <laughs> I practice how to say that just like him. No biting. No biting. Snapchat <laughs> is DJRoyal underscore L City. And Facebook is DJRoyal. Um, I'm doing a lot of modeling right now. You can follow me on VFouls. Shout out it. to Julianne Quay, CEO <laughs> VFouls. Shout out to um, shout out to KP, the manager, and see that Huncho. Huncho, Huncho, Huncho. This dream wouldn't be happening. Shout out to Austin Fillmore, AC Evan, Watergate. If it wasn't for Whammy Live, we wouldn't be here. Uh, shout, shout out, out to Nitty's Knockers. You did my first interview a couple months ago. And shout out a big Marcus. shout out to Nitty's Knocker and Q4 because if this Thank wasn't you. the location, this situation wouldn't be happening for Molly. Don't shoot him as well. Thank you. You guys. That's what's up. Marie the DJ. Marie the DJ as well. One of the queens of DJing. Show her. Yes. Yes. Show that. Shout out to Larry, y'all. Shout out to Larry, y'all. Tune Squad. Shout out to Larry, y'all. And you can keep up with the Nitty's Knocker squad at all times. Like, like. Royal said, we are here for underground. We are here for exposure. And whatever I can do to get anybody on the next level, whether you are a teacher, a therapist, a musician, just somebody who wants to talk to the world about whatever you're going through, you are welcome to sit in on this show. Just shoot us an email at nittiesknocker.com. If you want your music played, follow Marie underscore the DJ on all social media platforms. And she will put it into her mix if she likes it. Going crazy, too. Going, going crazy. crazy. And going if you are interested crazy. in being Spinner. on the show, you on can follow. She's been, she been growing, too. She, I've crazy. been seeing her. And if you are interested in going being crazy. on the show, you can reach out to Just Keith. Just Keith. Hey, what P-H was that show? At the end. And you can always put your music into our inboxes. We will listen to it. We will critique it for you if you want. Just let us know what your deal is, and we are all about the deals and the good news and the energy and the unicorns, all of that cool, awesome, amazing stuff. And we are going to close the show out with some more music from Marie the DJ. And until we talk to you guys next week, peace, love, and happiness right here on Q4 Radio.